It felt like my head was spinning, and the words Mary spoke were just confetti in the wind. I need an exit plan. listen back to the last episode Mary added an entry I guess my guy just added it to the end and what else is he supposed to do it is heartening to hear I've got someone barracking for me in the Floriboris corner if they could give me some fancy holy artifact like the holy hand grenade of Antioch I'd be much obliged I'm moving on from Mary's bombshell to the next gut-wrenching moment in my unfolding melodrama Heidi Ah, what can I say about that? I've taken some time to settle my mind and calm my emotions a little bit still. I was sure she was dead. Her family thought she was dead. The official story is yet to come out, but I mean, basically, she didn't die in the explosion and fire at the petrol station. She was whisked away to a private hospital where she was in a coma for months. B hasn't offered any explanation as to what happened or how she came to be involved. Look, I've got my suspicions. So, my thought is it goes a little like this. My guardian, who clearly wants access to the books I had, essentially kidnapped Heidi in such a way that she wasn't reported as missing. That way, the demon could reveal her at the opportune moment. I still don't get what the deal with B was and why... Well, anything really. It all seems a bit like I'm still missing an important piece or two. B knew I had the books, and my guardian wanted the books and was using B to get them. Then why the misdirection with Heidi when it would have been pretty simple to just come around to my house and take the books? I had no defences, and not much of a clue around the real world. At the very least, I know B is playing her own game, and using me and Margadiel both. Heidi's gone home. She told me it was all too much and that she would get in touch again when everything wasn't so crazy. Uh, that pretty much means she isn't getting back in touch with me. There I go again, making things all about me. Look, she's messed up from seeing what happened at the hospital. Her family have left the country to recuperate. I don't blame them. I do feel a lot better knowing she's safe even if she is a little damaged now. I didn't realise how much I was carrying until I saw her return to her parents. In a way, it is a bit like Jennifer McCormick being reunited with her parents. It's why I'm still exit plan security. Oh, what's left to it anyway. Sasha. Now I invited her to the hospital to lend me a hand. I was going to ask her to run distraction to keep hospital staff away from the room. Well, she's... Well, she's brave and tough, though. Strong like an ape, too. Oh, that... That sounded bad. But, I, I mean, she isn't massive like John. I mean, he's strong like a bear or an ox or something. Sasha is, is narrow, lean, and looks more like a track and field athlete. Okay, I'll give up. I don't think I can dig myself out of that hole. Now, if Sasha listens to this episode, I'm just going to assume she understands what I meant and knew that I meant it as a compliment. Uh, so she took the whole thing fairly well. I guess she's had more experience than Heidi and... Or maybe me. Like, I really like her. Ah, 
Well, speak of the devil. Sasha has asked me out for dinner. We're going to this Indian vegan place near the bell tower in Perth. It's eat what you want, pay what you will, which is handy because until I get another job, my cash is finite. It's a good chance to get to know her better. The last few outings have been a bit, well, intense. There she is. Hey. What, hey, B? I wanted to thank you for keeping your promise. I know you didn't have any reason to. Beatrice. Oh, hello, Sasha. What are you doing here? Seriously, I'm the one out of place? Pardon me, please. Was I interrupting something? Didn't mean to intrude. It's okay. What's up? I wanted the opportunity to thank you, of course, and to ask your forgiveness. It's a big ask, isn't it? Yes, but I would have told you about the necklace and what I was going to do if it wasn't for the fact Magargel may have sensed what was going on. Demons do that? Hold on. That's what you wanted to apologise for? What are you still doing here? Whoa. Whoa. Hold on, hold on. This isn't the time or place to be getting into any of this. You're right, of course. I also came to warn you. Malgarja will want revenge and she will be hunting for me and for you. I thought Magadiel was defeated at the hospital. Yeah, what was with all the lightning and the collapsing to the ground? Magadiel, as a demon, cannot easily manifest in our reality. Possibly, demons can't at all. But they can and do possess people and things. Magadiel has possessed many people and still possesses them. Not just one at a time? No, a demon is not a person. Not in an individual sense that we understand it. Demons are forces, collection of primal matter that exist in a transposed set of dimensions to our own. Probably the only way they can exist in our four dimensions is by possession, but not themselves bound by the constraints we are. They can possess many people at once by essentially dividing themselves into ever less powerful pieces. Ah, like a horcrux. Excuse me? I know what you mean. Now, Beatrice, if that is all you came for, you can return from whence you came. I don't need to take this from the likes of you. (sighs) There's more. There is some force guarding the books you say Mary burns. It has worked to keep the books from me and from a guardian, but it allows you, for some reason, to have the books. I would be surprised if it was so simple for Mary to take and burn them. B. If you need some place to hide out, you can crash at the office. Here's the key. You can't be serious. B needs help. Thank you. B is asleep on the couch in reception. Sasha was not well pleased with her interruption before dinner. She wouldn't stop trying to warn me away like I needed a reminder of what B has done. But that's the thing. I don't really know what she has done, or why. On the surface, it looks bad. It looks like she set me up with Shilpa so I'd be killed. But I wasn't. She also kidnapped Heidi to use as leverage against me, for some reason. But, then again, did she kidnap her or rescue her from the explosion, and keep her alive when Margadiel probably wanted her dead? She did betray Margadiel at the hospital, so I'm not sure. I don't think she has my best interest at heart, but 
then I don't think she is not evil. I don't believe in evil. At least, not in humans. Demons might be different if there's some kind of primal force. The world, natural or supernatural, is a complex place. I should stop trying to impose my rules on it and just accept the universe as the universe. Nah, that's not the human way, is it? So, what do we do with B? If she hangs around, I think Sasha will... Well, we'll not hang around. I don't even know if that's a bad thing or a good thing. I, I, I like Sasha. She's very cool, but B is... Ah, oh, man, what is this? Some sort of teen drama? I make myself sick sometimes. Hmm? Is that B? Oh, anyway, I think I should be thinking about what to do about an avenging demon and a mystery force that protects the books. The burnt books. I'll just add those two to the growing list of things in my life I have no power over and no clue about. Some good news. Tony has been released from hospital. I should go visit him and John to see how they're doing. I could do with some time with my old friends. It felt like my head was spinning and the words Mary spoke were just confetti in the wind. I need an exit plan. Thank you for listening. The next episode will be released at the same time next week. The novel of Exit Plan Season 1 will be available soon. If you would like to help support the production of this and future works, please consider buying a copy or recommending it to a friend. Thank you to Natalie Barron for the voice of Sasha and Ham Cleveland as Beatrice. To keep up to date follow at Gravity Undone on Twitter or Facebook and consider checking out our new podcast, Space Brains, a sci-fi movie review show at Space Brains Pod on Twitter.